0: You shot for us. Yeah, yeah, I know Spondo. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. um, it was a ways back, a Dodgers thing. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Over, was, that, was that it? The, I think it was Dodgers, maybe in MacArthur Park, like a couple yep, of years back. Yep. Yeah. Had me shirtless. Yeah. Had the top Pre workout,
1: I love, look more skinnier there. But. Popped the blouse <laughs> off, had the, the tattoos show in. It's all shy shit. Yeah. What's happening, man? How are you? I'm good. I'm good. Um, I don't get out to these parts often. Went to high school around here, though. Marshall. Did you really? Jason gave me <laughs> some notes. What, yeah. Man, even all the way back to that yeah. era. Shit. Yeah, he's okay. got he's
0: got the files on you. He really knows. Where are you now? Are you in K Town? Yeah, K Town. Can't leave. But you um in your in the notes I got from Jason, it said, Yeah, because she's got like a broken paw or something. So just don't don't let her jump off the couch, okay? Okay, okay. Um My dog's deteriorating. He's super cute. Um yeah, in the in the notes it said you came from Argentina first. I was I was born in
1: Buenos Aires, Argentina. Oh shit. And my mom and my dad speak perfect Spanish and you know they're Korean. But you know they all they immigrated there from Korea when my mom was young. My dad in his early 20s moved there. They met but I guess like just for work or some shit. Like a lot of Asians moved there to Is South there America. Is Korean like I think so. That, in that neighborhood they're from has like Koreans, it's the way like Chinese are in like Colombia or something. Mm-hmm. You know what I
0: mean? And um it's uh the peru in peru yeah um what is it uh you know Puebla braza yeah yep the people that own that are asian yep but it's like crazy peruvian chicken that's what i'm saying is it peruvian
1: yeah there's argentinian spots too that if you go there there's like a korean running it or something yeah 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 that's funny um so k-town k-town pretty much i mean i i consider myself like born and raised there even you know because i came here when i was three and I've been residing in K Town my whole life since then.
0: K Town interesting. Like, I'm thinking about just like Koreans in LA, and I mean, like all kind of um, ethnicities or cultures. There's like, there's just like a little separate world going on that you're not really privy to, right? right? Like there was, um, there was an after hours called M Bar. I think it's called M Bar back in the day off of Temple. And it was like I think I know what you're talking about. This might be a little bit before my time, though. But might be, but it was Korean people. Okay, and they just were like they were just doing their own. Like I just and I've heard stories about like Korean spots just being kind of like outside the limits of law, right? Like where it's just like, yeah, like there's shit going on in these in these spots where, hey, you just don't know about it if you're not part of the community. Like you might stumble across it. It's definitely the underbelly of
1: K Town. Yeah. I've even gotten trouble like speaking about it. You have? Yeah. Like I've gotten, you know, there was a time like you know, they've done pieces on me about like my neighborhood for like, you know, over fifteen years or something like that. And then there was one time on in the LA Weekly, they're like, take us through like a day and night in K Town. So yeah. like I ended in like was like a sketchy spot. Yeah. And then like a couple of days later, one of my homegirls, like who works in that world, was like Yo, my my boss wants like is looking for you and shit. Oh shit! Yeah, so like now I might get in trouble now. No, no. But this was like a while ago. Yeah, and, and they were like the whole crew of people who like ran that stuff was like I was like in deep shit. Oh wow! And I had to like fix it and shit. Really? I had to like yeah, talk to people and you like make it up. cool. Yeah, because i I was just loosened in the interview and I I just I think I didn't think twice about it.
0: You know what I mean? I'm just plunging right back into the into the beef like.
1: I <laughs> know, no, no. no. You're to make matter. amends again. No. It doesn't matter. It was just like one of those things that I just was, I spoke so loosely. It was just like, I was like, I assumed like everybody knows or some shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. And that's what happened.
0: Yeah, it's cool. It's like, I know that, not to, not to talk more about it, but there's like, you know, after our spots, like, there's never been a ban on smoking in any of these spots. Like exactly fools have been smoking there. Like it never like there's just a different world. Yeah. Where like the the rules of LA are just not they're not they don't enter in those places. No, for sure. I found out that there
1: are other spots too though. Like through other homies and different communities that they got their own little after hour shit. It's probably not as like crazy as maybe K-town. Yeah. But there are, you know, yeah. I mean when we were growing up in LA, there's places. You know what I mean? We we used to go to and stuff, but
0: there's definitely a cultural
1: after-hours thing going on yeah. in K-town, You town know? Yeah,
0: every culture's got their little after-hours. For like sure. Some of them are like gambling spots. Like, And in, the in, in thing about L.A. is it's so, it's so spread out and there's so many different things going on. And if you're not tapped in, there's just things happening right next to you you never know about. Oh, for sure. You hear stories about it, but you're just like... And it just takes the right person to come pull up and be like, hey, come here this night. And all of a sudden you're at some weird fucking, you know. You need the designated homie. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. also you need the right person or you can't even
1: go get in. You
0: yeah. Know? Yeah. Um, so, yeah, you've and you also um, you're, you've are you been podcasting for a minute, right? I have about like uh, three,
1: a little over three years now. Three years, um, How's it going? It's good. We do it like about once a week. Once a week. Uh, It's very like Asian, Asian American focused. Like a lot of the guests or like the shit we talk about is kind of like the way we grew up or whatnot. So it's cool. And it wasn't intended like that. I think it was just like when we started... I was bringing in like homies that are involved in cool spaces and a lot of them happen to be Asian and kind of got focused in it. And I was like, oh shit, it's kind of cool because I feel like there was a space for that, you know, yeah. so we just kind of leaned into that a lot more and shit.
0: As your yours is video too, right? Yep, video. We do it live. I know this is like, yeah, we're on Live Discord. action. Where, yeah. How do you do yours live? Where do you go? Right here. D- well, not on Discord. Discord or- or Twitch. Twitch. Oh, we yeah. You do it on
1: Twitch. But then we have Discord running too because when we take the calls, we take it from here. You take it from Discord. Yeah. Yeah. And that shit's sketchy because you don't know if like someone's going to start like yell- yelling some racist shit or something. You're like, we're not screening these motherfuckers. You know what Has mean? anyone done that? Nah,
0: nah, nah. Luckily. Yeah. Uh, but, you know. You just, a lot of times I just want to like hang out. You're like, can you come? Can you come with a question? They're like, what's up? I'm like, I'm trying to work here. Like, I'm right. trying to do something. Right. Like, ask me a question. Give me some talking with. They're just like, hey, uh what's up, man? Yeah, like, it's, it's like that too. That's that's a shit that's more annoying. It's not not the
1: crazy shit that you, they'll just call and be like, yeah, I just want to say like, I like your shit. Your this album, pop I'm like, okay, cool, bro. Yeah. You have like something. Yeah, give you could me some juicy. To, yeah. yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah, that's not really much much content. And it says also in Jason's notes, Jason produced this show. Yeah. um, He said that you at one point were a bail bondsman. I was, I was. That was a weird thing. So like, I guess,
1: I mean, I I went into like the creative world, like when I was about 22, 23 was when I like full on not working a job, just went into like, you know, rapping or, you know, all this other extra shit. Um, before I had all types of odd jobs, um, I worked at an insurance company. Oh my god! And then, uh, like, like a small insurance office that's an offshoot of like the main corporate thing, but their also side hustle was bail bondsman. Right. So I'm working as a the, at the insurance company, but it's like barely any money but they were like yo if you want to make some real money work, right like you're just fucking just shitty yeah terrible yeah i used to i used to make side money by printing out fake insurance papers right for the homies <laughs> right right like right. you know what i mean like just give me 250 i'll just type it out for yeah, you yeah I, you know it's like every, i feel like every job that i had i was always like stealing from it or something you there know was some little side hustle always always yeah. movie theater this i stole yeah. you know was, you know and then the bail bondsman shit was just like one of those things. Like I saw my other coworkers who was working in that bail bondsman were making a lot of money. I was like, Yo, how do I do this shit? They put me through the training, but it was all sketchy. Like we would be soliciting jails and shit. You know, like our thing was this. So, like the owners were Korean, so they would bail out usually like other korean fools that are just getting into some bullshit like what it's like duis or domestic violence or some shit like that right nothing like crazy crazy like everyday people get into so we go on the jail website and we just type in korean last names Like Park Kim Lee's and see who pops up and who just got locked up like that weekend. Right. So it was like a there was like a filtering system. And it was easy because Korean last names you only got like a handful. Yeah. Look that up. We're going through it and see who's getting that. And like I remember my boss telling me like those are the kind of cats we're trying to just like go and solicit. We go and Interview motherfuckers across the glass, be like, Yeah, you want to get bailed out? And we just figured out it was really sleazy, honestly. Whoa, it's super like super sleazy. Chasing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, super yeah. sleazy shit. Oh, shit.
0: It's not, it's not exciting, like fucking dog the bounty on. You're not like
1: Fuck chasing,
0: no. chasing fools through K Town. Nah, I don't think that's the thing. They didn't want that. They wanted like normal motherfuckers who just got caught up or some shit. Right. You know what I mean?
1: Um, but it was super sleazy, honestly. It, it only lasted like six months or something before I was like, This shit is exhausting, too. You know?
0: And then you went, like, what was your. What were your parent like, what was your parent, your, your home life like? What was it? What were they thinking like? Oh, uh,
1: my home life was, my parents were wild. My dad was like, uh, you know, drunk, like, drunk, really abusive. Yeah. Especially, I mean, to us, but like, you know, we're just kids and like, we just grew up with ass beatings and shit. But like, seeing the shit with my mom was like the crazier thing. Yeah. You know what I mean? So my dad was, you know, he just got caught up, um, you know, being an immigrant here, working mad hours, getting drunk, gambling. And I think, I talk about that a lot. I just felt like it was like that pursuit of that American dream kind of ultimately broke apart our shit, our family. You know what I mean? um because those shits are long hours
0: you know you get caught up and you just have to like stress relief it was you know and first generation doesn't get it usually it's mm-hmm. usually second born like second generation gets it right, right. american dream for sure the first generation is just, it's just like your, your dream is to grind you see that in immigrants yep. right like yeah then the kids are like they get to they get afforded all the all this good shit right yeah. like, you get access because you know how to navigate and it's also the freedom right like i feel like people
1: always think about like, oh, Asian parents being super strict, yeah. but actually they're too busy to even be strict. I felt right. like my parents were never really strict. They were just so fucking working all the time. That's why right. I was able to go out, like sneak out to, you know, open mics at night and rap. Like I was going to South Central, you know, Project Blow, Project Blow every yeah. Thursday night. Yeah, And that's Thursday, that's 10 30, like PM where shit's popping and going to like two in the morning. I was doing that every, every week for like years, you know what I mean? So Luckily, I had something like that. Of of course, you can get into some other shit too, like fucked up shit, you know? Which was like a balance. I got into some wild shit too, but really, that was like, I was lucky to be like obsessed with a thing that was actually like positive, you know?
0: Yeah. What years were you going to Project Bloat? I was going probably uh,
1: 2003 was the first year I went. Okay. And I, I was about like 15, 16. And then I went since then, I was, you know, I'm still. Part of the family, so I mean, I never really stopped until it, they just pretty much
0: stopped. You know what I mean? Damn, Project Blood. I mean, that shit. That, I I didn't know it went on that long. I remember when that when that shit broke when I was a kid, and it was yeah. like Freestyle Fellowship, um, Volume Ten. Yep, and those those are like the ones that we know about. There's all yeah. the other like bus driver, like yeah, bus There's driver. all like the crazy like the Red Lord CV. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. And that dude, that fuck, that even that that Freestyle Fellowship album. I think now is too soon. Yeah, It's, still, no, for it's sure. still too far ahead,
1: bro. When I when I was going up, you know, I was going up on the radio shit. You know what I yeah. mean? And then like some of the underground stuff was like East Coast. It's like Black Star, you know, Ruckus, all yeah. that stuff. Yeah. And I remember like i found the freestyle fellowship cd like this was before project Blown, right and I, I just didn't get it still you yeah. know i was like this shit is so weird yeah and then after i started going to project Blown, and i started like soaking in all the freestyling and the places they took it like i slowly started kind of getting like the artistry of it yeah but those records were so bugged out like so they were bugged so out. left yeah. you
0: know what i mean i mean even 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 volume 10 like pistol grip pump right could I think that could land now. If that if something like that dropped now, yeah. and it had a fucking young boy or an Anna Lee on it somewhere, right? I think that would work. Yeah, because it's just like because everything's gotten very abstract and weird now. Right, again. like that's true. But but you know, but the freestyle fellowship shit, like uh, you know, Mike and I, and like the dude, this shit, the the one. Uh, I, I'm not gonna go into a whole thing where I'm like reciting the album, but I just right. haven't thought about it in so long. Yeah, and uh, fuck, man, that shit was crazy. And going to Project Blood, like I think we won a couple times. Like I was I. I was, when I was a kid, we, like, you know, I was rapping a little bit and we had like a crew and um, I think I got pulled back into graffiti harder. So I stopped doing rap shit, but like, you yeah. know, we'd fuck around and like go check things out. It was, it's intense. It was a crazy scene. Like you can fuck around over there. No,
1: you know? I mean, it was, it was a reality check for me. Cause I was already killing shit in my school and like house parties and shit, you know, and I thought yep. I was tight. And then yeah, I went yeah. over there. I almost shit my pants that first week. I, I stuck my head in a cypher and I was like, Oh my God god damn i gotta go back to the drawing board you know right. i didn't even wrap that first week and i i was ready to go in and just like go to the cyphers and just killing it and i remember like hours passed and i'm walking back to my homie's car and i was like fuck i should have hopped in <laughs> and i was so disappointed in myself that i didn't you know it was but it was it taught me like a huge lesson in like really playing with like the big boys on that level you know like knowing who the best shit is and yeah knowing my comfort zones and it took, took me out of my comfort zone crazy. Yeah. Because you know, I'm a Korean kid who didn't go like fucking south of Pico until right. that point.
0: Right. You know what I mean? Yeah, so. yeah. Yeah. You can end up really being a townie, you know, like I didn't leave, I didn't leave Venice. I mean, I honestly didn't leave Venice around 10 years ago, you know, like I, said, I was, I mean, I kind of ended up getting priced out really, but, but I wasn't, I just didn't leave. I was like, oh, you know, everything's here. Why would I go anywhere? And like, I, I didn't leave, I didn't leave the neighborhood until like I hooked up with kids. That had cars in high school doing graffiti. Yeah, but I literally—they were like, "Yeah, we're gonna go here, go there." And I go, "Okay, yeah, that sounds good." Like, maybe I've been to Westwood a little bit, but I really didn't leave. I'm the same know? way, like yeah. uh, just like how you and Spanto like Venice. I'm I'm K
1: Town, you know. Yeah. yeah, And it's not even about like—I mean, at some point, yeah, we did and, and and whatnot, but definitely does like an attachment to your neighborhood and how yeah. you rep it too. Yeah. And like when motherfuckers rep it, it like whack too. Like I w- i want to be like involved in somehow, you know? Like make sure I keep it in line and yeah and give the best representation of it because there's motherfuckers from your hood that'll like take the story of it and like turn it into a whole other thing you know yeah. i feel like i like protecting kind of even the locals story of it you know what i mean like if, if you become like a voice or whatever or an actor or whatnot i want to make sure that the locals still have like the proper voice because there's dudes in your in all of our neighborhoods that like you know, aren't the best for like Hollywood or like, you know, doing talk shows or whatnot, Right. right. you know? And I, I don't like when fools try to make fools of those cats, you know what I mean? Right,
0: oh, right, right, Like I hate that shit. Right, right, yeah, when they get, when they're getting exploited or something. Oh yeah, like I see that shit all the time. Painting the wrong picture. Yeah, in
1: Hollywood it happens too because like Asian stories are getting real popular now. Right. And I see fools looking into what K-Town, they think K-Town oh, is. Oh yeah, yeah, And yeah.
0: then turning it into a whole different thing. Right, they're like, oh, this is cool. Let's do uh, the K-Town experience and yeah. they grab the wrong dude. Oh, always, like, always. fuck yeah yeah yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. i hate that shit what do you i mean is is, as a community k-town do you think it's like is there more of a structure as far as like older people younger people churches like how does it work over there what's the deal there's a
1: there's a lot i mean churches it's funny you say churches because that that's a big thing in korean community too yeah like when i guess immigrants come to like an ethnic area like koreatown (laughs) like churches is where they congregate with each other you yeah. know I, I grew up in the uh, in the christian church and shit right. too and meeting other like korean families like i went to the, f- the same church as the family that started forever 21 oh shit and they became like billionaires you oh, know wow. what i mean and like their daughter was like my age and and all that but yeah like it's churches and then the, a lot of them families have businesses in downtown like yeah. the fashion district yeah uh the toy district like that whole area santee and all that yeah um th- that's like a huge
0: thing wholesale yeah, downtown wholesale. and yeah. koreans and shit yeah yeah that's crazy um well, i'm looking more into jason's notes see if there's any uh questions on the discord jason uh ask him about watsky ask you about watsky, watsky what?
1: Um, what about him i mean what the fuck uh, what kind of question is that watsky. who's watsky uh he just, he's a um artist friend of mine i toured with. Uh, he had a he was uh, how's how Wasky?
0: He's good. I just <laughs> saw him recently. <laughs> yeah. Waski's good. good. He's good. He's <laughs> fine.
1: Don't worry. He's fine. <laughs> Waski's good. But he had a crazy viral thing happen mad years back where he he jumped off of a, a crazy like during a concert, he climbed up a crazy thing and it was like the craziest stage dive that like right. probably up there with right. the craziest stage dives. He fucking did you ever see that? No. Oh my god, it was nuts. Yeah, it was insane. It was pretty high up, higher than any of the like the Lil Uzi Verts jump or whatever. That's, that's, that's yeah, style, yeah. You know. he, it, it crazy. What did Lil Uzi Vert do? He did one off of like Rolling Loud, and it, it, it people like gassed it up, but it wasn't really that high up or nothing like that. You know. It Have was, you ever seen Daylight's take on Lil Uzi Vert? Day, Daylight, the rapper. Yeah. Uh, no. Nah, what did he say? He said. I love this, I, and I always try to find it on the internet. Daylight's the homie, by the way, yeah, because we both come from Battle Rap World Oh, yeah, 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 there yeah, you go, yeah. yeah. Daylight's
0: sick, and he he has this thing about Lil Uzi Vert where he goes, he basically breaks down Lil Uzi Vert's name, and if you say, say Lil Uzi Vert over and over again. Lil Uzi Vert, Lil Uzi Vert,
1: Lil Uzi Vert, Lil Uzi Vert, Lil Uzi Vert, Lil Vert, Lil
0: Uzi Vert, Yo, that's that. fucking hilarious, that, and he talks about how Lil Uzi Vert's like, See, he talks about he does this whole thing where he breaks down his rhymes where he talks about pointing a gun. He's something about pointing a gun up at heaven, all this shit. Yeah, like yeah. I'm like, dude, that's fucking sick. Like cause I feel like a lot, you know, I feel like a lot of um I was talking to my buddy about this earlier, like Satan, right? Uh has always been the go-to for just like controversy and and like evil is cool, right? Yeah and it's controversy. So it's like someone figured that out like, you know, in the in the seventies or sixties, like right. fucking uh, you know, what's what's the original um, you know Satanic group? Not not a satanic group. The original it's like there's KISS, but before KISS Alice Cooper. Alice, Alice Cooper. Yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. Alice Cooper was evil, you know. Right, right, right. But Alice Cooper is just probably just some like funny fucking Jewish guy, like right? He's a pastor, so. Yeah, something like that. Is like he it's really? a, yeah. That's amazing. <laughs> but like, you know, but you see but the parents see him on stage, he's got dark makeup, he's Yeah, like, ah, I got a snake, you know. Yeah. And I feel like that's just been it's either like back in the in in the olden days you were accused of being into the devil and now you embrace the devil for like, you know, the whole thing with Travis Scott and all this stuff. It's like, yeah, dude, like it's sick. It's sick to worship the devil because you're going to sell a lot of albums if you're right, good. You right, know? right, right. Um, and, and it makes it look like you're fucking scary. But it does make you, it makes it, it feels like there's like so
1: bold enough that don't right. take on the devil or something. Yeah. You yeah. know what I mean? And like yeah. we grew up, like a lot of us grew up like, even in the church or whatnot. and it when it, it, it's not like all of a sudden we're like super religious, but like, embracing devil shit seems like you're still kind of unsure like what if there is what if there's a heaven and hell i'm fucked because right. i just did something about with the devil you know it's like
0: yeah like what if it did de- like because i don't really believe that there's an afterlife but it's like yeah there's always that one thought of like you die and you're like oh fuck yeah god damn it like getting you know, your you know you're in hell and you're like fucking the- <laughs> i should have i should have been careful i, I suspected known. it but yeah. no nah,
1: yeah that's what it is
0: totally. yeah Daylight's a your beast. Bases.
1: Daylight's a beast,
0: though, man. Yeah, Dude, he's on TDE now, isn't
1: so... he? Yeah, he fucks with him. I don't know the whole logistics of that, but right. I've just been a fan of his. Like, bat, like r- raps and shit are just so cryptic. Yeah, you know he like breaks down
0: words, insane. Yeah. Also, like the fucking the the face tattoo, early like he had the he has the full like oh yeah what is it the, it's it's like the wrestler like yeah.
1: He's Is like it, the Gigi Allen of of battle rap totally, or something. Like totally. taking a shit on stage. Right, right.
0: <laughs> yeah. He's got a dark wall
1: kind of good. Yeah. Do you remember Cadillac Ron? Yeah, yeah. That's the homie too. Uh, Cadillac was like, I, I gave Cadillac like his first battle. I used to throw battle rap events. And I told Caddy, I was like, yo, you should do this shit. You, you know, And then he um, the first like battle thing he did was like through me. Like right. acapella battling, right? Right. Um, but yeah, I, I've known Cadillac, Cadillac Ron for a long time. Yeah, he was
0: wild, man. He was. He was. He yeah. was. He was a wild guy. I he remember was.
1: It. He did. He did uh, heroin like live. He shot heroin while he, he was rapping during yeah. the thing, and that shit was wild. too yeah, that's another dude. Gigi Allen.
0: Yeah, vibe. I mean, he was really. He was. He was more. You know, he. I mean, he's dead, but rest in peace, Cadillac yeah. Ron. But uh, he he shot dope up while he was rapping. Yep. So if you guys want to Google that little treat, Cadillac Ron shoots up heroin. <laughs> Google that little treat. <laughs> I mean, one. it's just it is
1: kind of crazy because in hip-hop we see so many people like passing away like yeah. uh you know this era and even when i think back into my era of artists that i grew up with a lot of them passed away too like think people i've done stuff with you know i did an interview with like sean p and he's passed away you know i battled somewhat like two opponents that i've battled in the past are you know uh dead now you know like and it's just like shit is crazy how that shit just happened and fool's not all through like violent shit or drugs just to age and health you know it's like wow i
0: I feel like the the, i mean it's a reflection of the black community but the hip-hop community motherfuckers die more than you don't see this in like you know it wasn't i mean a lot of people died in rock and roll but nowhere near i think as much i mean you think so i think I, i think if you did a metric if you were to break down like per, genres. you know, the amount of people in the, in this group, I'd say so many more people have died in ra- especially recently. Yeah, because people die and you don't even blink. Like fucking dude, what's his face just got stabbed at the YG thing? Um, yep. Yep, uh, 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 Draco. Yeah, like yeah. it's just, and it's, it's like not even, you just, bl- it just happens so fast. Like, yeah. fools, are, fools die. It seems like every month a rapper dies, but it, it, the yeah. news cycle is so crazy. You know, like when Tupac and Biggie died, it was like the whole fucking, you know, both coasts were just like, what is happening? Yeah. Oh, you know, like even Big L was like, whoa, Big L's dead, you know? Right, right. But now it's just kind of like a dude dies and it's like, well, the news cycle is so fucking fast we're just we're on to like whatever the fuck's happening next. I, I was
1: thinking about that seeing like what that was like during that era because obviously we have certain greats that we all remember that passed away but there must have been like smaller rappers too that probably passed away too no like, yeah yeah you know what i mean but yeah maybe even more now i know? think it
0: happens a lot man i think i think yeah. that, and i think that Look, there was a mass shooting last week, I think, in Buffalo, and I'm like, it's already like being pushed out of my head. Yeah, you know, and I'm like watching this shit on Instagram of like people talk about like this is my mom. She was she helped the community. She got killed. Yeah, it's terrifyingly tragic, right? No, oh, yeah, but for sure. But also, we're like we're we're completely at the mercy of this like churning news cycle. So it's just like yeah, you know, like. Yeah, they're probably gonna fucking. They're probably gonna nuke the Ukraine. The fucking Buffalo thing. But then, then we're like, well, Amber Heard just took a shit on Johnny Depp's chest. So, you know, it's like it's like it's just fucking. We're inundated. I don't think we can dwell
1: on one death nowadays. There's so much shit. You know what I mean? Like, it's not like when one person dies, they even get like two weeks of attention.
0: Yeah. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? No, it's like nothing. Like, there's no, there's no, you know, like. Yeah. I mean that was a big
1: one. That, that was, was a more, big one. one of the more bigger ones. Yeah. You know what I mean? But it's like if you, yeah. yeah, I mean even the cut comedy, it's like you went from like Norm MacDonald to like Bob Saget, Oh, yeah. Gilbert Godfrey. You know, it's like bam, oh, but bam But Gilbert bam. Godfrey died. Like yeah. what the fuck like bam, 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 like back to back, you Bob know Bob
0: Saget died mysteriously and and it's like totally like had this happened. 20 years ago we would be talking about just bob saget for six months yeah like we would be like going over it would be like court tv all this stuff bob saget Detective. like news specials yeah, yeah. yeah now it's just like pff, keep moving what else <laughs> like there's no shit's crazy man yeah, we're just crazy. numb to it everyone's man, numb, numb to it. it it's you know yeah we're, it's too we're getting too much information everything's moving too fast um and you know we've been through i don't know we've been through a lot man it was like the lockdown too like that whole the whole lockdown thing i think like all the COVID deaths and yeah. shit. Oh, did, there's a million COVID deaths in America. Did right? you, do you Did you know people
1: who died of COVID? I don't... In the last, like, three... Was it three years of the pandemic I don't or know something?
0: anyone directly who Me died. too.
1: I've known, like, friends who were, like, my grandparents yeah. died or something like yeah. that. But yeah. I was like, how the fuck do we not know some directs? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, do you know any directs? Uh, my
0: girlfriend's almost stepfather. Oh, okay, okay. And people like that. I know people like so-and-so's dad... And, you know, so-and-so, you know, went to a coma, like, yeah, um, you know, it, because then you start to question even that. You're like, is that even real? But then it's like, well, no, people are really getting, like, I know people who got fucked up, I'll tell you that much. Yeah. I got a few friends. I got a friend who got it so bad he had, like, he, dude, he had blisters in his mouth. Right. oh shit he got covid and a healthy guy healthy strong dude like he got like it was boiling him from the inside and he had access to all the fucking medicines you could get and he's like if i didn't have access to this shit, i might have been toast i like feel like the first wave of motherfuckers who caught it
1: got the worst uh post covid effects
0: yeah yeah that lean, you know what i mean yeah.
1: like i had homies who were like my lungs are permanently like there's holes in it and shit and like all types of shit and, yeah but these days it's it's more like you know you get rid of it in a week or two
0: no I, no I talked to another guy whose friend has lingering COVID and they said it's like having it's like he's had a terrible flu for like a year I'm like fuck that sounds that. absolutely fucking terrible. miserable terrible bro. what the fuck yeah I got a hard enough time like making my way through the world without having a terrible flu on it. You know what I mean? Like, for sure. <laughs> it's fucking, it's wild, man. We've, we've been subjected to some in, insane shit in the past few years. And-
1: Shit's going back. I mean, honestly, I'm about to visit uh, Korea. Yeah. And I haven't gone there. You know, I usually would go like once or twice a year, whether it's like for work or just chilling catching catching up with friends yeah and uh, you know obviously since the top of the pandemic i haven't gone but i'm gonna go next month the first time and things are finally like open again there
0: yeah and what's it like when you you know when you go to korea let's say you like you're you're not connected yet yeah and you go to korea as a korean-american what's the reception like there to to just any korean-americans yeah um I think it's it's they're pretty used to it.
1: They're chill. Yeah, most Koreans speak pretty good English. Right. Um it's not like Japan. Like Japan right. if you go it's hard to get around. I remember going to Japan multiple times and just like it's hard to navigate if you're like, you know, an English speaker or signs like yeah. in, in Korea it's pretty accommodating to English speakers. Oh, okay. Yeah, and most of them speak pretty good English. I think it's because the pop culture in Korea just gotten so big. Oh, yeah, you're right. It's From, huge. It's gotten huge. Yeah, it's huge. Even K-pop when K-pop exploded. Yeah, back in the day like I go there and I'd be somewhat of a celebrity because I was only like a handful of like musicians during the time. Right. Now there's like a thousand Korean rappers. Like, I, you right, know, I'd be right, nobody. Right. They already have their own stars and shit. Right,
0: right. Uh, so things have changed crazy. Like it's been explosion. You that know shit, I mean? that was a crazy crossover. Like the K-pop, the way the K-pop shit got so big and like just kind of crushed America. F- fucking crazy. Crazy. Like you wouldn't expect it. That's why, you know, things are, It's it's interesting. Like there's like, Things are opening up in a way, and there's there's good and bad things that are happening. You know, there's a lot of, there's a lot of downsides, there's a lot of upside because you know K-pop. Who knew? I don't. I wouldn't even know. I've never listened to K-pop. I don't know what the fuck. I would it is, say but, Latin culture has had a huge explosion, though. Yeah. What did you say that? Like yeah. it's
1: like I mean, you know, if you look at the charts or something, like Bad Bunny's all over that right, shit. Right. You know what I yeah, mean? Like yeah. people talk about the K-pop shit, but I see so much of the Latin
0: crossover too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, there's it's it, probably it,
1: those too, You know, like has had the. And and, it,
0: you know we think america is like you know we think american so, media exactly it's like we're like this is it and it's like dude there's a whole world of- yeah
1: i'm I, you know i'm like that too even though i'm korean or whatever I'm, I'm so stuck in my like asian american world yeah and the truth is it's like i just can't fully relate to that side of things right you know like i could be korean and i see my people doing their thing but i feel so kind of over here more than anything yeah yeah that's understandable yeah
0: were you on some post-apocalyptic tv show
1: Post apocalyptic TV show. I'm trying to think what that am would I be. Thinking
0: of, am I thinking the right thing? What What TV shows have you? Have you? Have you I've been done
1: on? Nora from Queens, which is with Aquafina on Comedy Central. I did Power. I did like a few episodes. Oh,
0: of power. maybe it was Power. Pa- oh no, it was Power. I mix up the shows. And power is where I, I. It was Power. It was you like were,
1: early on. This was years yeah, yeah. ago. This was one of I my first rushed. acting gigs, and I like sliced my pinky yes. off
0: and shit. But <laughs> Koreans don't do that. Dude. No, that's, dude. That's what. A, that's what stuck in my head. That's so like, funny. I was like, why are they
1: doing that? So, so when I that was one of my first acting gigs. This was like five plus years ago and they were so, they wanted to have like an Asian gang side of this yeah. like underworld, Yeah, but they wanted to squeeze in everything. So that when they were dressing me, they were like, we want it to be like a gangster meets K-pop or something. So they're putting like eyeliner on me, all this shit. Get and the then, fuck out of and here. And then when I got punished, they're doing a Yakuza thing, which is Japanese. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they're literally mixed in every Asian thing that they possibly knew into... This role. It was Dude. like K pop, Yakuza, you know, like all right. that shit. So that was pretty funny. I mean, you know, I just did whatever because my first acting role, yeah I, I wasn't like, this is in- incorrect. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. I mean, now they, I, i that's what it was. I was, cause you know what it is? I'll, I'll sit down, I'll put on like, I'll put something on when I'm like taking a nap to like, you know, take yeah. a, I just like watch you in a nap. And I started re watching, pa- I never really fully watched right, Power. Right, like right. I, I would get into it a few and yeah. I saw it and I was like, I was like, oh shit, that's homeboy. And then and I was like, and then why I'm like, why the fuck are they cutting this? That's not a no. Korea that's thing. isn't incorrect. They just <laughs> wanted to squeeze in everything they probably thought that's was such Asian. A, that's it. such a big fuck up. I like, know. It's like ridiculous. Like it I know. it's not even like it doesn't make any sense. You know, But like saying?
1: cats, like people, you know, the hip hop world really loves that show. Yeah. Um, like all the rappers and shit. Yeah. And yeah. I remember when I did that role. Like, more people knew me in the hip-hop world for that than me actually rapping.
0: Than you rapping.
1: Yeah, because, you know, like, when I rap, like, you know, everyone has their, like, niche markets. Like, my market is, like, Asian kids or, you know, some underground hip-hop heads. But, like, when I'd be on tour, like, just... It wouldn't be anybody in the crowd it'd be more like just i'd be walking on the street and some random like hood dude would be like i saw you in power man <laughs> like oh, right, right.
0: they didn't even know i rapped or nothing I was like i right. saw you in power yeah. so
1: it'd be it'd be funny right?
0: i mean that's the power of of television as, as yeah. a media right like shit's just gonna fucking reach Nah, for sure it's like you're you know your music is niche and you're not you're not a huge pop star and it's just like exactly you know, there, there's whole musical scenes that like you know if you think about it there's so many musical scenes that are so serious to so many people that you just not I never aware of we're going to tap into you yeah. know like I don't know, like I just you know like the whole the whole fucking hardcore emo scene, right? Right, like that was so huge and probably still is, and it's like I've never and I've been a I didn't even know about it. (laughs) I remember I got this job and I was working in Orange County and and I I never um, I just never even I didn't know what hardcore music was. Yeah, I knew what punk music was. Mm -hmm. I'm going to Venice. I didn't know what hardcore was. I didn't know what emo. I didn't know I didn't know what it is. So imagine you don't know what emo is, and I I I met my first emo, and I was like, whoa, who's what's this guy doing? (laughs) Yeah, I was like, oh, he's gay, or he's like he's really glam you know that's what i thought i just didn't know and i was like cool you know and then and then and then he was and i was like he's like yeah my he's like my girlfriend's i'm like your girlfriend what are you talking about he's like yeah my girlfriend's at my house i'm just like and he's just got full makeup on hair and i'm just like it was mind-boggling and then i then i started under tapping into it and being like what the fuck is this yeah you know and it's you know there's just so many there's so many different i mean i'm not i'm not i'm not I'm not breaking the internet here by saying that there's so many different cultures, but yeah, I think yeah. it's just weird that how many niche things are running. Alongside. I mean, to be
1: honest, I think people should feel lucky if they even get a niche following. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Nowadays, it's like I remember when I was growing up, and you know, obviously we all—not everybody—but like we have these huge dreams of being like a household name yeah. or a global pop star, the yeah. biggest rapper or whatnot and then you know as as time passes you get your your follow your own following whatever it is yeah and the thing is like you, you don't you f- you don't realize that like you're lucky to even have that people don't ever get fan bases yeah <laughs> like real shit yeah yeah you know what i mean yeah, yeah. and i was like fuck I, I know i have my like niche thing and yeah. but i was at, in hindsight i'm like what am i doing i have homies who are still trying to grind and get a decent following you right. know what i mean so i should f- count my blessings
0: and be like i have that 100% know? You yeah, know? you get you get caught up. I was thinking about that the other day. Like I was driving, I'm like, I was thinking about like, you know, because I've been in, I've been in business with Born and Raised for a long time, mm-hmm. you know, and and there's, just, there's been so many times where I'm like, what the fuck am I doing? This is fucking hard. Yeah. What's happening? Like, wh- where is it? What's where is it going? It's taking up so much time. Like, I should be doing this. And then the other day I was driving around. I was like, wait a minute. You know how hard it is to just get anyone to pay attention to anything? Oh, for sure. Like seriously, like to really even like strike a chord. Yeah. So and the problem is once you do it you're you you're no longer looking at yourself and the people that like are next to you you're looking at Everybody. this new market you're in yep. and you're like well this guy this guy's making fucking you know 26 million a year yeah that's and like true. this dude's got fucking doing the vogue <laughs> and like you this you know and you get caught into that shit and you just kind of fail to see like you know uh, what about just having a business that works like, exactly
1: that could be like the beginning of the end for a lot of people when they start focusing on the outside start looking at it's, other it's people. the same shit it's like it's like videos and comments right like instead of all the love comments we look at we look at all the hater comments right yeah you give so much attention to that shit that one motherfucker right there yeah it's like oh fuck you you know
0: yeah it's never the positive it's always a negative comment exactly like you sift through it and you're like oh this guy thinks i'm fucking ugly fuck you, you know? <laughs> i don't even actually i don't even to be honest like i don't even trip on those comments like i don't i don't um i don't read the youtube comments me too uh I, I once t- once in a while I'll, I'll like the other day someone wrote some comment and i told him to go fuck their father or something but I, but I'm like I don't really care, yeah. you know. So like I, I just people are like, people just like people love. We live in an era too where people are like. They, lo- they know that they can get attention by being dicks. All right. And they know that there's two ways. They know that like, they can't get attention by doing anything interesting because all these people too have like, they have like ghost accounts. You know, yeah, people 100%. are talking shit. Yep. Like you, you don't have no interest. You have no, no insight into their life. So you can either get attention by A, tearing someone down, canceling them, destroying them if you find a way. Yeah. Or B, just shitting on them and being like trying to make them feel like shit. Yeah, for and sure. And like, you know, some comments like, you're, I wish you're, sh- you know, something about the show. And I'm like, Bro, I totally don't give a shit. Like I don't give a and, fuck. And they get
1: gassed up, especially when their comment gets like like fifteen thumbs ups. Right. You know, yeah. I mean that's just adding fuel to like, their yeah, fuck ego. This guy. It's like, yes, I have an army with me now that right. hates <laughs> together.
0: And they think that because you're like because in your in in your in their mind, you're some sort of like media figure. You're like, no, you're just a person doing something. Yeah. The same like you're not it's not like you're like, you know, I get I, it's not like you're fucking Rihanna, even if, I'm sure she even sees things. It's like, oh, that fucking stung. Yeah, but like I think it's not that the the comments hurt. It's just that they they are looking at you like something that doesn't it doesn't seem human that they can just like project things onto
1: and and what they don't realize about even formats like this is like we're just having a conversation you know what i mean and and everything's loose so they'll focus on one thing you said it's like well this blah 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 and we're not even thinking about it that hard you know what i'm I'm saying but they'll focus on that thing you said it's like no i have to disagree with you blah 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 and write a fucking think piece on the shit and i'm like what the fuck, bro this was just a loose conversation we're just talking
0: here yeah (laughs) Just a couple of dummies talking, exactly. and like barely yeah. fucking. You know, lucky to be here. I think lucky to be here. Um, and also I saw. Uh, are you? I saw you. Are you doing some sort of a, a film venture? Like you're doing a.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I've been in like you know I've been in uh, doing TV and film stuff for a long time now as an actor or developing stuff. But yeah, uh, I'm gonna. Uh, I just launched a production company and our first film project is with Anderson pack and that we're shooting later this year. Oh, nice. Yeah. So that, that'll be our first project. And from there on, we're just going to be developing TV shows and, and movie projects and stuff. So
0: how's uh, Anderson pack involved?
1: Uh, well, he's my friend from like almost 15 years now. So, uh, like we used to do music together him, oh, okay. him and the free nationals were like my band like oh, anderson okay. was my drummer and oh, shit sick. uh we come up we just came up together and since then like i've always liked um as he's gotten bigger uh, uh and i've gotten into like tv and film i've tried to like include him in certain projects or develop stuff together right because i'm like yo you know obviously you're Pop and so people want to, you know, get some of your ideas going on this other medium and shit. So, right, uh, we started developing like a TV thing together, and this is a movie idea that he brought to me, and I connected him with the right people, and we now we're working on it together. Yeah. So
0: you basically facilitated like getting it written. And yeah. Going to produce exactly, it. and I'm
1: I'm producing it. Um, and Anderson's going to like direct it. Oh, nice! And he, he, him and his son are going to be in it.
0: Okay, sick. Yeah. And then, do you are you are you connected to a studio for
1: this venture? Yeah, adventure? yeah, yeah. This uh, st- a studio called Stampede Ventures, and they, they financed it, so it doesn't have a home yet. But it's dope because we didn't have to wait for that. We're gonna we have the money. We're gonna right. shoot it and Amazing. then sell it to the highest bidder. You know, that's the way to go. Um, I mean, which is great because when I went into the meeting with him, it was just like they greenlit it on the spot. Oh yeah. Like before, I was working on projects for multiple years that never. Happened, you know, right, you gotta attach someone yeah. big. Yeah. So, this one now it's like it's going down. So, what's I'm the budget stuck.
0: like? I can't Ballpark? reveal that right you now, yeah. yeah.
1: But, uh, it's not, it's not crazy, it's like an indie budget. Yeah, but, yeah. um, the, after we like wrote the script, it's a bigger movie, so yeah. we're gonna have to, like I think, get some more money, involved. get some more money involved. Yeah. Um, but it, it's not crazy, but it's not like super low either, yeah.
0: Yeah, I feel like making a film if you've done anything you know if it's just like building a company Like yeah. it's just like okay we're gonna start this little company we're gonna we're gonna, you're gonna build the product yeah and then you're gonna dissolve it when it's over and you're gonna sell it so it's like a, it's like a it's like a you know it's like a scaling trajectory yeah for a film so it's like i look at and i think about that all the time it's like making a feature it's like super doable
1: it like, is you know yeah. once you have
0: the once you have the thing you attach the right people and you get the fucking thing boom boom and then you then you're gonna you get your name on the board Ready Making it
1: good is the hardest thing, though. You that's know? the hardest part. Yeah, <laughs> that's, that's, hard. the, other day. that's yeah. the hardest shit. You know, so I mean, this is—it's a lot of—it's—it's it's nerve-wracking because this is our first shit. Yeah, you know, like it's—it's it's, a lot of times in the industry that's like kind of like the make it or break it thing. Yeah, like it determines how easily you're going to get the money to do your next shit. You yeah. know, so it, it's well, pretty he directed before. He done he, he's done music videos. He hasn't done a feature, right. but. You know, I, it's like he has a good team around him, so yeah. I think it's going to be like done really. Uh, I'm, I'm stoked. I think from what, what we've been working on, it's something that like no one's ever seen, like this story. So it's cool, and it involves a lot of like, like black and Asian worlds coming together. So cool. it's it's really cool. Yeah, he's from L.A. Uh He's from Oxnard, Oxnard. That's yeah, right. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. He's from Oxnard. Yeah. Oxnard's
1: a trip. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Oxnard, and uh, his uh, his son is half Korean. Okay, so the right. story is like. A lot about his son and right and stuff. so i'm going to vegas uh tomorrow i think or monday what are you doing uh actually i'm going to meet up anderson to finish up the final like draft is that where he of, lives no he has residency right now with silk sonic over there oh
0: no shit! Yeah. which is crazy
1: because he's like probably one of the youngest dudes to have like a residency because that's more like an older artist thing yeah you like kind of the legacy artists have a you know a thing there but silk sonic, they have like a really dope show that they've been doing over there. So. What's
0: your take on Vegas?
1: You know what? I've never been a regular Vegas dude, growing, even growing up here. I never like you know. I have homies who go like every weekend and shit. Gamblers, you know? gamblers, yeah. and and uh, but also just like partiers. Yeah, but it's not that's not like my party scene or nothing like that. Gambling, I can see myself getting caught up in it easily. Yeah. every time i start i'm just like i, yeah. I feel like everything i'm like oh <laughs> shit, like i feel <laughs> it the kicks in i like, feel ah. my dad's blood running through my right, veins right, right, and shit. you right. know what right. i mean and that's so i gotta chill um it's fun i guess for the gambling part it's not really my my party scene or anything but yeah
0: there's some serious there's some serious like there's some serious korean gamblers right bro like i think a lot of
1: asians in general yeah.
0: like filipinos right Koreans, even Chinese, Chinese, yeah, yeah. and I go to the casino, and it's like I, I, it's like I get, I'll be doing good, and then sometimes I get flanked by like two Korean dudes, yeah, and then I don't, and I forget because I, they don't fuck around, yeah. And there's a certain, I mean, I can I, I it's, can I generalize that? Am I being xenophobic by saying like, and like I'll forget, and I'll just get crushed because I'm not paying attention. I'm like these dudes, th- you can't bluff them, right? They don't fuck it like, and they bet and they bet hard, and like if you don't respect their play, you just wipe you out. <laughs> Like no, the last a, time I went out, I was like I was woozy and tired. This is and, and I was doing good. I I was coming back up, and I was just like and I just you know I'm I'm like oh, okay, this guy sat down, and I wasn't paying attention, and next thing you know, I was toast. I mean, it's a thing,
1: you know. Yeah, it's yeah. a big stereotype, I guess, of the the Asian community too, because there's buses that go to Vegas. Every day, right from here, right, and they just take like older Asian cats that just go over there gamble for the day, pull back up, you know. Yeah,
0: they they, they go crazy. Yeah, it's a thing. That's what's up, man. I mean, I, yeah, I I'm I'm going to Vegas. Like I'm reluctant. I don't like Vegas. Like I yeah. just it's I'm not. It's just you kind of. It's like you're just paying into a corner over there. Yeah, yeah. And I don't drink, so it's like if you're not drinking, that's true. Uh, it's like what the fuck if you're not drinking. And you just, and you don't want to gamble. What else are you going to do? Yeah. Like, what am I going to do in the time when I'm not playing cards and fucking, you know, I'm going to have to find something to do. But there's no like, I, you know, I like to go hike and shit. I'm fucking, yeah. I'm a very like mellow person. Did and, you ever like, drink or? Oh, yeah. I was a fucking, yeah. Rat.
1: I'm, I'm like in the stage of my life where I'm like trying to cut it out. Yeah. Cause I'm a heavy drinker. Yeah. And, and I've always kind of been and like. Well, you got it. It's in your blood. It is. It is. But I think I'm just, you know, I think. It's not just the Korean drinking thing because Koreans have like soju. You're you're talking about your old man. Oh, yeah, my old man. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I I guess I didn't think about it like that. Yeah. And that's funny because I would think that when I was growing up, like I wouldn't drink because my dad was so wild that way. Yeah. Yeah. And I saw him do horrible things, but it turned into me drinking regularly. You You end up
0: turning into. That's what I'm saying. That's always a scary thing. You know what I mean? And
1: then also, like, K, I think K Town. Is a huge just drinking. K Town's so boozy. It, it's, it's like so, it's insane. It's bruising. so fucking boozy over it's there. It's crazy. Yeah. So yeah. I have like some struggles in that area. Yeah. Of uh, and, and I'm slowly in this kind of place right now where I'm trying to go full on. You know that transition. You know I'm sure that you made a decision at some point. Or I whatever. mean,
0: I I had to fucking I had to flame out. Like, yeah. I had to hit the wall like doing a for me to like right that's you know they it, you know i mean like alcoholics anonymous they call it bottoming yeah. out you know so you bottom out and like people's everyone has a different bottom right some people's bottom is like uh i got divorced and fucking lost the house and like crashed right. my car other people's bottom is like i was in a ditch sucking dick for fucking that <laughs> right right you right. know like everyone has a different level <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah you yeah. know and uh it just depends and the, you know people talk to me about all the time they're like i got a friend she's really fucked up i want to take her somewhere and it's like the problem is No one will do it unless they wanna do it. Yeah. So you can it doesn't matter if someone's like, I'm gonna fucking leave you, I'm gonna do this, I'm gonna do that. It's like nine times out of ten, they gotta figure you gotta figure it out and you gotta feel like you get to a point where you really are disgusted with yourself. I'd rather almost feel like I'd rather just you know treat this as my
1: bottom then end up in a ditch <laughs> like yeah, you know yeah, what yeah. i mean like yeah. while i like, kind of have this clear sense of like wanting to do it yeah then hit that bottom but i've been in terrible moments too where yeah. i've like come home it's like in a terrible place yeah looking in the mirror like talking to myself like what are you doing <laughs> what do you do with your life <laughs> you know what yeah. i mean like yeah. what are you doing <laughs> yeah you know fleshing down drugs and yeah. you know but then it just becomes a repetitive thing yeah yeah
0: no dude you and, free- dude it's yeah, it's, yeah it's, then you're like oh well, i'll just have like one shot you know i'll be chill tonight and then yeah. fucking cut to like three in the morning you're like you know that, so the whole shit is just going off that's you know? a scarier
1: thing when you become a functional um, alcoholic or a drug addict yeah. or whatnot because yeah. you can still get things done and like no one from the outside really full-on sees that yes you know and maybe you've ex- like a few loved ones here and there but and you're just like what i'm still getting shit done Yeah. You know? <laughs> like yeah so i think that's the harder part i think that's the worst place to be actually when you know better but you're still doing it
0: yeah when you're able to fold it into your life and keep your life afloat it is tough because yeah. it's also like people also want like it's an easy way to hang out with people it's socially acceptable your friends are all drinking yep. like yeah and they don't you know it's like it's the same reason i'm like i can't fucking eat like you know three cheeses you know like I yeah just, I'm, like, I'm not gonna have any yeah, I just, I just eat the whole bag. Whereas exactly. Like, someone else would be like, I just had four of them and I'm good. You know, like but does that f- is that like cutting out like say like drinking
1: like obviously one of the things that fuels that is social settings. Yes. So do you just cut out
0: the social setting completely? You a lot of people do. I know you have to. You might have to in the beginning. Yeah. I can go anywhere. Right. I can go to any bar. I just don't want to. Yeah. <laughs> like I just yeah, it's yeah. just too loud. I'm just like oh, I want to I want to get up early at the gym. Like got you. But but yeah, there was there were years where I was going out because I when I got sober when I was really young mm-hmm. and I, I, then I was unsober for a minute but I spent like 10 years sober really young and I was still going out all the time to clubs I yeah. still, and I was like I still got to go out I still got to talk to girls I still got to have this life yep, yep. I, and so I was going out and drinking water and hanging and like being like getting into the vibe of like the whole thing that's what I want to do I yeah. want to be able to get there you can get there it's just like you got to be able to you know it's just like if, if you have the ism uh, you got to you got to you got to figure out how to put it down and uh, you know as we say, we're saving you a seat. Do you ever want to come by? I'll take you to a meeting. I might have to That deadass. Yeah, you know, any, anytime. A, no, seriously. Yeah. 100%. Um, but uh, yeah. Good shit. That was a good... We did a good hour. That was a right? good hour right there. Right? Yeah, well, 52 minutes, technically. Oh, well, sorry. It was 52, 52 minutes. We don't have any ad reads. Do you guys have ads on your sh- on your show? We do occasionally get ads. I mean, it's
1: not like crazy. We're not like making crazy money off of it. But I yeah. love it because this shit is just like we end up with i end up with content to share on everything you know yeah. what i mean like the clips all the shit you know yeah. like the same with you it's like yeah. i love that i love sharing the clips you know a lot of people don't even really
0: listen to it they just love the clips you yeah. know and yeah people were like i saw your show i'm like which part did you like they're like i'm like oh so you watched the clip yeah because <laughs> yeah. they think they watched the show yeah. yeah i mean
1: it's hard for any I, I i get it it's hard for anybody to get through a whole episode of a podcast in my yeah. opinion you know um you have to be like hardcore
0: loyal about I it i feel like too that i feel like too with podcasting like i have a love hate relationship with it like i really like sitting down and talking to people it's cool uh sometimes i get i get annoyed because i'm just like there's a lot going on and it's yeah. kind of it's kind of like where it's in my house like i get out of my house I'm bored. i'm trying to, i gotta get a studio but yep. but um but i do like the idea that there's this you know that this body of work is gonna exist yeah and you never know. You never know what it's going to turn out to be. Right. And also just like one, you know, you might be in your 70s one day and be like, I'm going to take a look at what <laughs> it was right. like, you know, 40 years ago. And you'll fucking like,
1: 100 plus episodes
0: of stories
1: yeah. and experiences yeah. you're going through at the time.
0: Yeah, it's kind of cool. It's kind of a cool thing It is to do. cool.
1: It is cool, yeah. but it also gets people canceled too.
0: It can get you canceled, yeah. yeah. <laughs> There's
1: motherfuckers that, you know, like, uh, you know, Shane McGinnis with the SNL thing he was a guy who had a podcast
0: oh i love that they dude. found yeah
1: his stand-up is actually fantastic this He's is coming from an asian guy you know oh yeah so yeah. it's but then the asian community was in an uproar right. during that time of it and, and i don't know exactly
0: he he made a he made an asian joke on snl
1: no not on snl on his podcast okay before he so before he got casted on snl right and, and you know yeah like it, it was like
0: but he was already on but he didn't do a show or something right
1: no he so he got on snl and they announced that and somebody i guess pulled up a past episode of him and his co-host right where they make some asian jokes and they're doing like i mean it was pretty bad in a sense they're doing like super racist like impersonations and shit like that uh and i don't know the full context honestly i just saw the clip and the clip looks kind of bad i can see how people are mad you know yeah yeah. but it spread and everyone was like trying to get him kicked off of snl for like this should be on it right but i think what made it worse was that this was the same year that he got he got put on as a new cast member at the same time as Bowen Yang, who's an Asian cast member. Right. You know, what I mean, like those were the two. I mean, it was them and another girl. But those were the new cast members they announced. It was the first ever Asian guy on SNL ever. Right. So
0: that's what made it worse. Right. Because <laughs> it was it's like just a, yeah, it's like a climate. Like, I don't know what the, I don't know what he did with Joker. I'll just say this separately from all that. The motherfucker is so funny his like, stand-up is, is he's really good really funny yeah, like, i it's listened good. to his podcast and yeah him there is just hilarious his like, special
1: is good have you seen his new special uh i actually did a stand-up show with him too and him and bobby lee oh you do stand-up too? i do stand-up too oh like, okay yeah him and bobby lee we did a, 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 a whole thing together and like uh bobby said some shit funny on stage about
0: that oh shit too it was fucking hilarious bobby lee fucking rips too yeah I saw him, fucking hilarious i saw him in the comedy store. i was like that dude's a force of nature oh yeah like, he is yeah, and I don't. I don't even like. I I hate comedy. I hate comedy. Like, <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. I just. Because oh, wait, how it, do you hate comedy? That's- because nine times out of ten, it's so unfunny to me. Yeah. It's like there's a few. There's like some comedians that are hilarious, but I'd say the majority of comedians are like just kind of like. <clears throat> they're like, ah, fuck this chick in the ass. I'm like, who cares? It's not funny. I'm just like, like you know, yeah. I've seen. There's a lot of bad. I'll just say this. There's a lot of bad com- comics. I think where, who are boring. Where you're coming from is that
1: you can't put yourself in like you have to put yourself in that mode to laugh i think when yeah. you're in comedy yeah. so like when they tell yeah, a yeah. random story or premise you have to kind of like force yourself to like care about it you know what i mean yeah but or, most or of the like time, the, you gotta you gotta be
0: honoring the two drink minimum you gotta be you gotta be really, <laughs> like the whole experience you gotta be you know you yeah. gotta be in a goofy mood ready to laugh like i'm ready to laugh look i love yeah, yeah. i love laughing dying to fucking laugh all the time yeah but uh but uh you know i'm I go dying to, the, to laugh i am constantly i'm trying <laughs> I'm i mean, dying
1: to laugh. i'm constantly trying to fucking make yeah. things
0: funny or or laugh at something or somebody mm-hmm. even at you know anyone's expense but like i you know the last time i went to the comedy store we saw a whole bunch of people mm-hmm. and i was like maybe three of them were funny and bobby lee was one of them Santino was another one yeah uh, uh wardell was funny mm-hmm. you know like because it, it's like they got like there's something there you know louis ck is fucking funny right right um I don't know. I don't know if I'm. You know, there's, but it's it's hard. I think it's a, hard, huh? Yeah, those guys are. Fun. I think a lot of comedians, huge comedians, are literally like. I think it's just they have an audience that's not me. <laughs> you know, oh, like, so you don't like the the. I mean, Louis C.K. is huge, but you know. Yeah. No. No. Yeah. But like, there's a lot of big comedians who are like, they're not talking. They're not. Yeah. yeah. The jokes aren't for me. Well, it's everyone for like has another their, guy. Yeah. Everyone yeah.
1: has their their kind of type of comedian. You know. Yeah. Um i guess the huge mega stars of comedy they kind of tap in into the general like masses i guess
0: but even like kevin hart kevin hart yeah, he's a, like a massive cat williams in his prime was fucking amazing yeah like, he was. was like i was crying yeah, you yeah. know obviously dave Chappelle. yeah um, Chappelle was incredible i just saw him at the hollywood Bowl. fucking sick you didn't see the show Not where his, they ma- at the stabbing did you, yeah do you see what they do you see how they mashed that guy
1: Oh, yeah. No, no. His arm was backwards. I wasn't at that one. He did like three nights there, but I was like, I wish I was at that one. I know. I wish I would have seen that. (laughs) That should seem like a legendary moment of some sort. He looked like a a steamroller, like like a
0: cartoon steamroller guy. I can't even
1: look at, like, I'm not good at, like, looking at, you know, bones out of place and shit.
0: I hate, so when I saw that
1: shit, I just couldn't even stare at it.
0: I had to, yeah, I don't like that. I don't, I hate watching skaters eat shit, like, when they get a fracture. And I had, but I had to look twice. I'm like, wait, your arms don't do that. It was just like, (laughs) that shit was so wild, bro. I could
1: even explain it
0: but i feel like you he got every bit that he deserved. like why are you rushing the stage yeah after a man just got slapped in this climate like you deserve to get molly for to, sure to to the dust you yeah. know what i mean like it's yeah um so yeah you're doing a lot of things he's doing comedy he's got a podcast I mean, film mean are you still rapping you're still making albums? i'm not focused on it right now um but you know i'm itching to like
1: make a new song or whatever but i'm not i'm not focused on making an album right now and it was a tough thing for me to do after like that's all i've known for a long time and to be like maybe i won't do that for the next year yeah you know and it's a scary thing but since i've made that decision to be like i'm gonna focus on this other thing so many more doors have opened up yeah, yeah. you know what i mean it's like yeah. that you gotta be able to like let things go it's a scary to move it's so scary things yeah, yeah so yeah. it was like that for me for the last like two years making that transition was like scary for me but um yeah i get that but it was it was great now i feel so like liberated knowing that i can do other shit and things are happening you know
0: what are you listening to now what am i listening to yeah
1: uh f- i don't know like rap wise uh just f- random shit rx nephew <laughs> like just i, I just
0: know. i just heard him the other day
1: yeah like i just i uh, Babytron, uh yeah, like baby tron uh like shit like that i like i like just I like raps like that are like written like that that's like, not giving a fuck about
0: each line kind of right, thing right. Um, it's fun to listen to I guess uh, so you're listening to current shit I'm still I, I'm still stuck in like you know I'm like Pusha T's got a new album like I'm fucking hyped I'm, I, I listen I listen to Pusha T's new shit I'm listening yeah. to Kendrick's new shit I listen yeah. to all that stuff you yeah. know yeah um,
1: but I, I can't say I'm really on the pulse. Those those no. guys are because like some homie put me onto it. Yeah, yeah. yeah <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, like you know, I, I know there ain't nobody cool guys, and they're like putting me always onto like new weird like underground shit.
0: Yeah, I only know about RX nephew because someone at my yeah. game threw it on, and then yeah, I only know about Babytron because of the fucking internet. You know?
1: Yeah, it's all like internet homies that are like putting me onto it, and, yeah. and then I. And then I listen to it and I kinda I get it though. That's the yeah. thing. I'm like, okay, like I'm not super out of touch. Like I listen to it and it's like entertaining. It connects, yeah. Yeah.
0: So I'm like, okay, I get it. You know what I mean? Like It's funny where rap has like it's it's like it's like devolving, you know? Like it's <laughs> like it once super fucking lyrical miracle whip. Right. And then I mean there's always been another thing going on. And now there's just a whole a whole bunch of rappers where like, they're just like they're not even on beat. They're not even rhyming. Right, right. They're just saying some shit. It's like fucking blowfly. But you know I mean? exactly.
1: But I think that's what it is. It's like it's it connects on a funny level and yeah. like a witty. I don't give a fuck level. Yeah. Like if you're rhyming three words that are the exact same words in a row, but yeah. you say it differently, yeah. it's like you got to be funny to do that too. You got to you know be funny. I mean? Yeah. They're yeah. just like
0: pressing on the irony right there. I like too. Like when like there's a whole wave of rappers who are just like just so they're like they're just not homophobic you yeah. know just say like the most wild gay shit like i thought that made me so happy because it's just so funny because that's how right. i talk to my friends about things and like and they're doing it in a way where it's like they were rappers are so scared to say anything that yeah. might be perceived as being gay and now they're just like i'll suck a motherfucker's dick like it's fucking around <laughs> yeah. which is i think is like you know it's just funny because like it's good to see people let their hair down you i, I think I mean? it's bold and it's refreshing
1: because you know as the the more modern generation of like kids who are getting into rap everyone's thinking about getting a manager at 15 or blowing up and doing this right. there's still that underground group of kids that just don't give a fuck like they're not going to get a branding deal right for like a major brand anytime soon, but they don't give a fuck and they're just making
0: that there's like i like that boldness in that shit you, Did know you ever what I mean? see this uh you ever see these guys called dark world dark they're world. like it's it, like a, it's like is that a band no no it's like it's like nine white kids from Bumblefuck America. Okay. And they had this, they had a, uh, they they just started making raps and videos like nonstop. Yeah, yeah. And they had this song called Creme de la Creme. And like they had all these splinter groups. It was crazy. Really? Okay. And I don't, I don't think it ever caught on, but it was amazing. I gotta check uh, it out. Yeah. My buddy Lee put me onto it once and it's been, and I still, every once in a while I just revisit their YouTube. Who is that? Lee Shaner? Lee, uh, intuition Lee. No, no, Lee. Uh, oh, okay. Lee Spielman. Oh, Lee Spielman. Yeah, I know. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And he was like, he was like, check out this Dark World shit. And like, when I, when we had our office, yeah. And I and I still like honestly, I'll hear, I'll listen, I'll hear it. I'll like think about it in my head. Like it's stuck in my head. It's like seven years ago he put it on. Yeah, me, you know, Lee like, knows so much shit. He like, knows so much. He's shit. He's so it. deep in yeah. all that shit. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he is. He's in the yeah. middle of it. No, nah, for sure. Like literally in the middle of all of it. Right, right, know? right. Those guys are from Western Massachusetts. Western Massachusetts. Uh, okay, okay.
1: Yeah, I've definitely heard that name, Dark World.
0: Yeah. You gotta check it out. It's funny. It's like. They're so in their own fucking lane. Then there was also, fuck, there was also another group who was doing kind of like comedic rap where it was like, it was like seven dudes in a backyard and they were called like, and they're totally fucking ridiculous. And, and they're like, ah, I wish I knew the are name. They, are there. they
1: like, like, uh, backyard wrestler type kids yeah they have uh, backyard I, wrestler I I've, vibes. I've you know them. those guys I think i've
0: seen them yeah i've seen clips of it yeah it's fucking hilarious yeah 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 they're kind of wrestling yeah they were yeah. like and they would like come out and be like i'm fucking the baddest like <laughs> yeah i've yeah.
1: seen that shit i love it <sighs> i wish i knew it i didn't good, think yeah. of it as like a rap group but i just thought they were just fucking around
0: yeah i just love i mean you just love seeing people fuck around it's like it's like CKY, you know, before before Jack, even Jackass, right? For such a long time, was like so funny to watch people be assholes and goof off. It's the, it's
1: the best seeing people not take themselves seriously in yeah. spaces where people take themselves so seriously. Yeah, yeah. you know what I mean. That's yeah. that's the best shit. That and is rap it. is one of those spaces that
0: everyone takes themselves so fucking seriously. Right. You know. Right. It's all open, man. Everything's wide open now. It's a trip. Yeah, for young thug, right? of course yeah that shit's fucked up you got a free young though and yeah. john a free gunner too free on both right jason yes all right great show <laughs>